Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. In the NOCO is supported by Blue Federal Credit Union, with locations from Denver to Cheyenne, helping members tap into the power of community. More information at bluefcu.com. From KUNC and the NPR Network, this is In the NOCO, a daily slice of Northern Colorado news and happenings. It's Tuesday, January 30th. I'm Erin O'Toole. Colorado's maternal death rate is on the rise. It's a nationwide problem, and the data tends to surprise people. The U.S. ranks higher than other countries in the so-called developed world for maternal death rates, and people of color are hit the hardest. In Colorado, this is especially true for Native Americans and Black residents. Research tells us that systemic racism is a big contributing factor. A legacy of discrimination in the medical system has deepened the reluctance of people of color to seek care. Today, we begin our two-part series looking at one solution to these high rates of maternal mortality, doulas. A new partnership between Mama Bird Doula Services and the healthcare nonprofit Colorado Access is expanding this kind of care. It's pairing Black Coloradans on Medicaid with doulas of color. Joy Twesigi is with Colorado Access. She joined me to talk about why we need doulas and exactly what a doula is. I want to start out with a pretty basic question. How are doulas different from midwives? And what are the benefits of having a doula? So doulas are not going to catch your baby. (laughs) Um, And so they're not, you know, they're not the clinical provider, right, that a midwife would be. But their roles in many ways overlap in terms of the support that's provided during pregnancy, the education. They, the doulas are really there for the emotional support and growth answer questions, deal with fears of what's going on during pregnancy, then during, you know, the actual delivery time, whether it's a day, a few hours, or more than a day, multiple days, (laughs) um, that they're there for support, and they're continuous, and they're with you. And so they don't have anybody else, you know, in the in the when you're in labor, their attention is completely on you. They're not going to another room to check on another person. They're there for you for whatever you might need. And then they're also can be there for you postpartum. So after uh, the baby comes, whether you're in the hospital, whether you're at home, there are doulas who actually specifically tailor their work for as postpartum doulas. So they can help with all the transitions, the sleepless nights, the laundry, the making sure that you're hydrated, all of those things, mm. um, the diaper changing, all the things, the education support that you need after. Because once you leave the hospital or wherever you have chosen to give birth, I mean, the questions don't stop. The need for support doesn't stop. It sounds like doulas really do address this gap in healthcare when it comes to the health of mothers pre and post birth. Absolutely. I think that our many cultures are really good at building us up for things, building us up for graduations, building us up for these huge momentous times. And then afterwards, all the people who were super excited kind of wander away, Mm -hmm. right? And you're left cleaning up 
you know, your graduation punch or whatever. And so I think that, you know, they're there to help once people go back to their regular lives. Um, they're there to help you and to hold you in that space because that's where the the real becoming, the real work, the family unit, that's when it happens. We know in the U.S., the maternal mortality rate is especially high for people of color. Research tells us that doulas can play a key role in addressing maternal mortality. Could you talk about why that is? They listen and they hear. And so you can ask so many people who have interacted with the health system of saying, you know, but I told the them, like I told them this was the issue. And until the crisis erupts, and then somebody's paying attention, you know, all of those things could have been potentially mitigated, right? If somebody was really there to listen. And so they're there to listen when other people aren't. They're there to encourage you, me, whomever, to listen to themselves and hear that as a valid concern or question and to help uh, raise that up so that somebody can can find the solution. So I think there's just a lot to be said for listening in the space because a lot of research shows that people don't listen to women and people don't uh, listen to people of color. Right. So there is a partnership between Colorado Access and Mama Bird Doula Services. Could you tell me a little more about what the aim of the partnership is and how it's unique? So what we new as a health plan, as you said, you know, there's huge health disparities and we're a health plan and wanted to know what can we do to truly be of service. And so we asked the community, what do you think are are solutions that could help around maternal mortality, around just birthing in general? And the, the community came up with this solution about a partnership with doulas and that this was the piece. And, you know, and it started really around access about like, we, we need folks who, who are on Medicaid to have easier access to doulas, to this huge um, support and thinking that this would be incredibly helpful um, for families and for health outcomes. And then, and then it grew, right? Because the thought is as doulas are becoming more popular across the United States and as healthcare policy and financing was looking to add doulas as a benefit to Medicaid, that um, the community didn't want to leave uh, BIPOC doulas out. And so it also then evolved from just a pure access project to also workforce development project. Part of what is so important with doulas is that they are mirroring like the doula is has a similar lived experience as the person that they're with and so that piece is important and that can get left out as a workforce becomes more mainstream for lack of a better word and so really trying to support folks from marginalized communities to continue to be in this space so that we can continue to see the good effects that we already have um, is really important. And that came from them. So it sounds like it's about encouraging and supporting people from marginalized communities to not only tap into the benefits of using a doula, but also encouraging people from these communities to consider entering the workforce as a doula because there's so much benefit to having doulas with this shared lived experience. 
You know, in Colorado, we know it's harder for women in rural communities and on reservations to get the kind of maternity care they need. I wonder how this partnership might help our rural neighbors. Well, I I am hoping that um, it can be scaled. I mean, that's what we're looking at in terms of we have a company who's helping us with an evaluation um, for the workforce development piece and that we can take this evaluation and we can continue to look for other partners to help it scale so that we can take this to other communities and to other you know, similar nonprofits like Mama Bird to take this to their communities and, and spread the good work. Well, Joy Twesty, this has been great. Thank you so much for talking with me today. Great. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for asking me those great questions. Tomorrow, we hear from a woman whose personal experiences having kids and navigating the healthcare system inspired her to become a doula. Make sure you're subscribed so you won't miss that or any other episode of In the NoCo. Robin Vincent is our executive producer. I'm your host, Erin O'Toole. We'll see you next time.